Have you ever had one of those DNA tests? A test that traces your ancestry, your bloodline? That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. There are a lot of these mail-in DNA tests where you spit into a little vial and then you send the vial in to any one of a number of DNA testing services like 23andMe, Ancestry.com, these kind of places. Well, what this DNA test is supposed to do is trace your ancestry, your ethnic heritage, to see if your, if your family, if your background originated from Europe or Africa or Siberia. Test you to see if there's any Native American ancestry in your bloodline. And a lot of people are doing this. It's, it's a very popular thing because everybody wants to know where they came from. You've heard the old line, how can you know where you're going if you don't know where you've been? That kind of thing. And everybody's interested in their heritage. Now, if you got your DNA tested as part of a murder investigation, or the police are trying to decide if you committed a crime, or if you're innocent of a crime, that's a little different. You see people getting these tests on all the CSI shows, all the CSI Miami, CSI New Orleans, you know, all these shows. But it's basically the same deal. They'll take a cheek swab, and then they'll run a DNA test, and then they will test your DNA against certain markers that they have to decide if it's a match. Well, apart from the criminal investigations, you can send your DNA sample, the little vial of spit, off to one of these testing places that will run your DNA to see if you have certain DNA markers. I saw a show on PBS. It was this group of anthropologists that was trying to prove that Neanderthals or Neanderthals, early hominids, early humans, didn't go extinct. That they just interbred with the Homo sapiens until the Neanderthal bloodline thinned out so much that they just ceased to exist as a separate species. And they were trying to use DNA testing to see if people walking around today actually had any trace amounts of Neanderthal DNA. And they said they found some. They found some people walking around living human beings today that had markers that only show up in Neanderthal DNA. And I think I've worked with some of these people. The heavy brow ridge, underdeveloped brains. Yeah, I'm sure I've worked with these people. And the question becomes, how reliable are these tests? Can you trust these tests? Well, in a criminal investigation, they have a sample of DNA that they found at a crime scene, and they want to test it against you to see if there's an exact match. And we've all heard the stories about people being found innocent because the DNA test that they didn't have many years ago, now they do have, and they can prove that this was not you. Or they can arrest somebody, test their DNA, and say, yes, this is an exact match. You were at the crime scene at the time the crime happened. But the DNA testing to see if you have any Asian DNA 
or African DNA or European, Italian, Spanish DNA. That's a little harder to check. And I don't think it's an exact science. And I read the story about a guy or a company was comparing these DNA testing companies to see which ones were the most accurate. Well, how do you really know which one is actually accurate if you get different readings from different tests? And in the report, the guy said that they took identical twins, sent their DNA to two different DNA testing sites, and got two different results as far as their ancestry and ethnic heritage and all that stuff. If they had compared the two samples to each other, they would have probably come out identical like you would expect. But when you're trying to find out if you were related to somebody who came from Italy a hundred years ago, how reliable is that test? You see, my wife and I did this same DNA test, and I won't tell you the name of the testing company. But when the results came back, it was no huge surprise that 70 to 80% of my DNA had the markers of England, Scotland, Ireland. Wasn't terribly surprised. My wife's came back with a little over half of British, Scottish, Irish descent and a large portion of Scandinavian and with other smaller percentages of Portugal and various other European countries. But a couple of things that was surprising on mine was there was about 2% Jewish. Who knows where that came from? But no Native American. And those were the two biggest surprises in my DNA analysis. Because I had found out long after my grandfather passed away that he had a grandmother which would have made her my great-great-grandmother, who was full-blooded Cherokee. And it's not surprising that my grandfather spent over half of his life in the Appalachian Mountains, very near the tribal lands, the reservation, of the eastern band of the Cherokees. But it didn't show up on my DNA test. Well, I had asked my aunt, who had told me, that Grandpa was one-quarter Cherokee, or one-eighth Cherokee, I think. I said, how have I never known this? And she said, you have to understand that Dad grew up in the 20s and 30s when all the popular movies of the day were cowboy movies, cowboys and Indians. Well, guess who the bad guys were? And she said, growing up during that time, if you were a kid playing cowboys and Indians... If word got out that you had any Indian blood in you, when you were playing with your friends, you had to be one of the Indians. And if you know anything about Hopalong Cassidy or Tom Mix, the Indians never win in their movies. So growing up in the 1920s and 30s, if you had any Indian blood in you at all, you kept it a secret. And it really wasn't until the 1980s, 1990s when movies and popular culture started portraying Native Americans as proud and noble, that people started to be proud of their Native American heritage. So even though I had confirmation from family members who said, yes, you do, in fact, have 
Native American, specifically Cherokee, in your ancestry. But the DNA test didn't show it. So when this DNA test came up with none, zero, that's when I started to seriously question the validity and the accuracy of these DNA tests. And I think the conclusion that I came to after the research that I did was that these mail-in DNA tests are not 100% foolproof. They're very accurate, but they're not 100% accurate. And one of the reasons that, that I wanted to do the DNA test in the first place was since I had heard that I actually had a full-blooded Native American ancestor, I wanted that piece of paper that proved it. And I was really disappointed when it came up zero Native American. But the mail-in DNA test, they're just checking for everything. You know, it's kind of like dumping out a bag of Skittles. Do you see any red ones? How many yellows? So do you trust the DNA testing or do you not? It's still fun to think about. But that's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you listening and downloading. Go ahead and click on subscribe or follow, and that way when I release a new episode, you'll get a notification to let you know. It doesn't obligate you to anything. It just keeps you informed when there's a new episode. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.